0: Contact Center CX from Harlan Clark provides your credit union's call center with the support you need for as long as you need it to assist with short term burst events or ongoing programs. You can count on our contact center specialists to provide the white glove support and personal touch your members expect with every interaction.
1: From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNY News Podcast. Credit Union People, Credit Union Ideas.
0: High employee turnover is a common and challenging problem for many credit union contact centers, often harming member service and raising operational costs. While many reasons exist for high turnover, the best way to address this issue is to focus on culture. I'm Bill Merrick, Deputy Editor for CUNA News. This episode of the CUNA News Podcast, sponsored by Harlan Clark, features a discussion with Terry Panhans, Vice President of Contact Center Solutions, and Tracy Goodmanson, Vice President of Contact Center Operations for Harlan Clark. They examine the reasons for high contact center turnover, why culture is so important, the components of a healthy culture, and more. So, Tracy, why are turnover rates so high in call centers?
2: I think there's a couple of things that tend to cause turnover rates in the contact centers to be so high. One, I think in a typical call center, you're looking at those positions being very entry level. So it's a great way for people to come into the organization, learn a lot about the company, See where they fit in, where they may want to go into their next role. We find that a lot of the folks coming into the contact center are folks that are at different places in their lives. They may be straight out of college. They may be just retired. They may be stay-at-home moms or at various levels of education and very diverse group of people in the contact center. But we do find that they're coming into the contact center for very specific reasons. And again, with it being an entry-level position, that I think tends to lend itself to an environment where folks are coming in, kind of checking things out, seeing where they may want to go. Folks that are coming in may be financially motivated. When folks come in, they may be able to, move into a role, learn uh, the contact center environment, and maybe lure to another contact center that may pay just a little bit more or if they're not moving up in the company as quickly as they'd like. It's a very difficult job if folks aren't familiar with the contact center environment They don't know that they are measured every second of the day, and that can be difficult for folks. So really just understanding the environment that folks are coming into really lends itself to that. Certainly during the pandemic, we're seeing different types of reasons why people are leaving. There are a lot of demands on folks and their health and safety, their families, health and safety, the risk around um, their environment, introducing wellness protocols and those kinds of things are challenging in the contact center environment. But I think all of those are things that we're seeing very consistently across large and small contact centers in all different kinds of industries.
0: What effect can high turnover have on service and operations at credit unions?
2: The bottom line is that your turnover impacts, in my mind, three key areas. First of all, There's certainly an impact to members when you've got a a high turnover in your contact center team. Their experience is at risk if you are not staffed appropriately or staffed with the number of folks that you need to have to ensure uh, service levels. So that's always important to um, consider is the impact to your members. From there, you're also looking at your overall brand and the, the loyalty to your brand. And then you need to consider the cost of turnover in your organization. So it's sometimes difficult to understand exactly where that cost comes from. There's certainly hard dollars associated with costs in terms of recruiting dollars and hiring dollars. And then there's certainly soft dollars associated with that as well. lost revenue, service impact, the development opportunities that you might be missing and the stress that high turnover causes on your leadership team and uh, your frontline folks when they don't have the support that they need in their standard role.
0: And what can credit unions do to address this issue?
2: I think first, it's really acknowledging that there is an issue and not turning away from the fact that turnover exists. We know it exists, none of us like it, but acknowledging that that turnover and, and that attrition is there and it happens, understanding the metrics around that. So how many folks are are we losing and what is the rate at which we're losing them? What are the reasons that we're losing folks? So acknowledging the issue, understanding the metrics associated with that, and then really defining the opportunities that you have around it and understanding that you don't have control over turnover. So what are the things that you can control? And then truly letting go of the things that you can't control, keeping an eye on them because you know that there will be impacts there. But um, really, again, acknowledging the issues, understanding the metrics around it, and then defining the things that you can take action on. You've got to have a plan for attrition. So looking at your trending in a small contact center, you may have one person leave and it could take out 25% of your workforce. So, what are the specific things that you're doing, what caused that one person to leave, and the individual impact of that one turn in larger contact centers? Sometimes you can't get down to the one, but what are the trends? So, looking at your trending, you've got forecasting professionals in your organization already that can help you understand your numbers. And um, looking ahead, are there seasonal impacts to turnover? Is it the beginning of the year or maybe over the summertime? So understanding what those trends are and then the reasons why, and then always taking action around it.
0: Why is culture so important in a call center? And what are some of the components of of a healthy call center culture?
1: Sure. This is Terry. It's important to set, as you go out on that journey, set both performance and value expectations for your contact center employees. I think it starts with analyzing your credit union's values and then implementing those among your contact center team members. So integrate that culture, but be sure to refine it from time to time as your credit union culture evolves. So, how do you do this, and what are the components that are necessary around that, and in kind of the tactical piece of that? So, I think it's so vital that members of your leadership or your management team are present, and I don't just mean physically, but that they're visible and then they're accessible and they're engaged with your agents, truly engaged. I think they set the tone, and they're going to encourage the team to constantly strive for improvement. I think another piece is the recognition. So, making sure. To recognize and acknowledge the effort that your agents are bringing to their roles and to your credit union overall. Member service is really the core of any credit union's business. And when it's successful, in my opinion, so is your business. So it's so vital to show your agents that they're appreciated and that their work is valued. Also, investing in them. So this isn't always about monetary rewards, really, just even the seemingly smallest gesture of recognition can boost morale. So offer coaching and development when the agent is struggling, but not so much just with a a focus of remediation, but more of support and help and, and gathering feedback as you provide feedback. Providing opportunities for development and for growth so that your agents can look forward to better positions that they can earn and grow into in due course of time. So I think that you should begin to look at this from their very first day of working in your contact center and make it a continuous priority. So continuous coaching, again, not just reprimanding, but that is going to allow your leadership to provide feedback, but just as importantly, allow that agent to provide feedback and input as well can be a very effective means of development and support of the culture. So when you prioritize the coaching I think you're really creating that culture of improvement and of empowerment. And a byproduct of that is it it can improve, what we've seen is it will improve in many times the agent's listening and problem-solving skills that then they will emulate that will help them as they're talking with your members, as they're working through concerns and questions that your members have. And I think most importantly, it's going to let the agent know that you care about them and that you are showing that you do by investing the time in their development. Another way to do that is around mentorship and creating a mentorship environment. So not just with the official leadership, but pair an agent with a top performing agent, a peer, and have them learn from them. I think this not only creates great career development opportunities, but it's also going to show that agent and provide them with a view of what is expected and what is desirable in support of the culture that you have and that you continue to develop in your contact center. And then lastly, I think just asking for opinions and also being very open to delegation. Give your agents a chance to express their views, express their ideas, delegate responsibilities to them when possible, give them ownership of specific activities, help them to become subject matter experts in some of them by helping them hone their specific skills. And what we've seen, too, is this can then create opportunity for them to fill new roles in the short or long term, which is going to create the new career path for them and also increase the engagement in the retention efforts as well.
0: You've held some high-level positions at call centers over the years. What can credit unions draw from your experience
1: The most important thing that I've seen in the various roles I've played in contact center is really to view your center as a community. When you think about the people that are coming into work, they are on the phones. They're there. Not a lot of autonomy as far as moving around, that kind of thing. And so invest in them. They truly live in that contact center. They live around each other. And so embrace that and embrace them and help them happy to add
2: to that. I would say that I've been very lucky in my career to have really come up through the ranks and started in a contact center specialist role where I had the pleasure of talking directly to our credit union partners and their members around various things that they might call us to support. I had an opportunity to move into a team leader role and and a supervisor role and a contact center manager and a site leader And I think what that gave me over the years is a true respect for the position that our folks have and an understanding of how difficult each of those roles is. So as I have worked in their particular role, certainly a lot has changed, but I can relate to that and understand and respect all of the difficult things that they have to work through every day. So that's been a real benefit to me in my career over time. And really just leaning into the the change that's happening in the environment and helping the team members to understand that as change comes, that's a good thing. And it's okay to make those changes. So certainly respecting our team members and embracing change are are two of the key things that I've learned over time that have been such a benefit to me in my career.
0: How have you seen the pandemic affect members' use of call centers and also call center culture?
2: It certainly has changed our culture in the contact center. And uh, from a, a member usage perspective, what we're seeing in the contact centers at the onset of the pandemic we actually did see a drop in volume as I think our callers really were just trying to figure out what was going on and uh, how is this pandemic impacting me and my family and how things are gonna work going forward. Very soon after that, however, we did see our call volume uh, come back up to normal levels and it even uh, surpassed what we had seen in the past from a year-over-year perspective understanding that people were at home more than they were out. They were working from home. They were required to be home uh, during some periods of time. I found that callers were concerned about their money and wanting to know a little bit more. So they're calling a bit more often just to uh, check on their account and how things are going there. We saw a lot of account openings uh, with the Payment Protection Plan and the CARES Act uh, offerings incentives and coverage for small businesses so we really did see some very interesting trends at the onset of the the pandemic. we're still seeing additional volume come in just a bit higher than normal. We're also seeing that the folks we're speaking to want to stay on the phone call with us a little bit longer so our handle times are up just a bit as folks again are, are really wanting to connect and have that personal connection and and identify, opportunities to just connect with others and check on the financial health of their accounts. So we're definitely seeing uh, some different trends this year than we've seen in the past. In terms of the call center culture, I think what's been drastically different for us is from a, a teaming culture. Harlan Clark, in particular, has a very strong teaming culture. So as often as possible, we are together as a team in meetings, in celebrations, having conversations with each other. We really much prefer to walk into someone's office to have a discussion versus doing that over the phone, our instant message. So with that, uh, we really needed to cut back and go to virtual meetings. We have really worked through social distancing at our specialist level as well. That was very difficult for us. And I'm sure most companies are in the same situation where many of us have changed our thinking around working from home. I think at Harlem Clark, we've been talking about that for 10 years. We implemented it in a matter of weeks. So understanding now that the majority of the the teaming we're doing is over the phone and over video, uh, that has really certainly changed the the culture. It's also changed the way we think and and act with our people. In the onset of the pandemic, as we were trying to identify our processes and whatnot, we experienced a 5.7 earthquake in our Salt Lake City Center. And um, we were on the phone with that group when the earthquake hit. And uh, we worked to evacuate that team and work through all those things. At the same time, everything hit. It really just changed the direction of what we thought was that balance in the organization around our people and our business. And how do we continue to support our business? Absolutely. But take the health and safety of our team members to the next level. So we implemented policies. Like an infectious disease leave where we paid folks to stay home if they weren't comfortable coming to work. Instead of, hey, try to come to work when you can. If you've got any symptoms, you need to stay home and we will deal with how to maintain performance. Again, the work from home and the the wellness protocols we've put in place. Definitely a significant culture shift in the contact centers. Overall, in regards to how we view our people, how we take care of our people, and uh, in turn, how they take care of their callers every day.
0: What call center support does Harlan Clark offer credit unions? It's really been our privilege to support so many great
1: credit union clients over the years and really expanding upon what we do on the payments or the check side and certainly offering inbound and outbound phone support around the checks that we print for our credit union clients. But in addition, really working to collaborate with them to understand their needs. And that may mean that we support them in the contact center For a shorter time period, a more finite time period, that could be for a change event that they're going through, or it could be for ongoing as well. We can support both inbound and outbound calls for our credit union clients. Just examples of some of the support we're able to lend, certainly if they're going through any kind of digital banking conversion, uh, online banking, mobile apps, that type of thing, where they see an influx of calls for a period of time, we can come in and help augment support for their contact centers, mergers and acquisitions, credit card or, or debit card support. Right now, we're seeing a lot of clients that are moving toward contactless cards and so reissuing those. Just again, around the pandemic that Tracy was just talking about and related to that, we're seeing a lot of that. So helping as they are sending those out to members to explain those and share features and benefits. We can offer extended hour support 24-7 so that they can extend their support without having to be open themselves. Business continuity, just in helping around weather events or or other things like pandemics where they may be limited staffing or, or no staffing at all for a period of time, we can come in and help around that. And around the outbound, helping around things like lead generation, loan acquisition, just helping to onboard and and help in their acquisition efforts around that.
0: So switching gears a bit, what are you doing to stay positive and healthy during the pandemic?
1: What's really helped me is to, instead of being frustrated by the fact that my family can't go on vacation right now as we had planned or do fill in the blank, whatever was planned to really kind of take a breath and take the opportunity that given that things are slower right now, just as far as what you can and can't do to really optimize that for myself. I'm trying to walk more. I'm trying to read more, really invest the quiet time that I have now that I wouldn't normally have to help around that. And I'm learning and feeling like that's really helping me to be better for our clients, to be better for Harlan Clark and for what we do. And so that's how I'm dealing right now. And, but it is a day-to-day thing. I will have to admit that. But Tracy, certainly turn it over to you for anything you want to share.
2: I share that sentiment, Terry, around really just looking internally and continuing to have a positive attitude about things that come in. You know, I, I truly do tend to lean into challenges from a professional perspective, And um, I'm really trying to do that in my personal life as well. And as these challenges have presented themselves around the pandemic and other associated events, really just trying to lean into that and educate myself and understand uh, what's going on. And at the appropriate time, turn off the TV and um, stop listening to all of the crazy things that are are happening in the world and and look introspectively at what I can do to make a difference in my home, and with my circle of friends and family, and uh, how to just really keep things positive. I've got a a love-hate relationship with running. I love it when it's done. I hate it when it's happening. Keeping that physical activity happening just uh, for a change of pace, and uh, to keep my head straight as I start the day has been really key for me as well, but uh, really just trying to lean into the challenge, keep a positive attitude, and when things get tough, reach out to those that are our closest to have that opportunity to let off a little bit of steam and
1: then put that behind me and move on. Thanks for listening to the Kuna News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.
0: Harlan Clark's birth solution is a scalable and secure answer to your credit union's call center needs with no long-term commitment required. Learn more at harlanclark.com.